According to a new survey, 75% of Americans believe that democracy is at risk in the 2024 presidential election, and the other 25% is enough to win the Electoral College. Ah, uh, liberals and math. These two things do not go together well. That's for sure. I think those are uh, the lyrics to a song, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> I, uh, what? They're not good at math. They're good at looting. Looting is one of their things. Carjacking. And uh, democracy, they don't understand the Electoral College at all. They're, they're not smart people. They're not, they're not clever people. And uh, in that case, they're not funny people. Not funny people. <laughs> not funny people either. I, uh, I got out of bed this morning singing a uh, Buffalo Springfield song. I, uh, I can't get it out of my head, which is another song, isn't it? It's, uh... But uh, Buffalo Springfield song, uh, it's actually called For What It's Worth. For What It's Worth. You may not know it by that title, but that's the title. You know, it's the old, there's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear, you know. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I got to beware. That song, it's a time we stop children. What's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. It, it's uh, Maybe it's time for uh, uh, Stephen Stills is still kicking around out there somewhere, sailing a yacht probably, and uh, he uh, that's uh, something he likes to do. And uh, I think he's out there. He, um, he should come back. They should be out there singing at the protest rallies. Get the 1960s people out there. Just like the jihadis were chanting, they stole the LG, LBJ. Uh, hey, hey, LBJ, how many kids did you kill today? And they were uh, chanting uh, their their anti-Semitic version of that. In uh, was that in New York? That was in New York, I think. Hard to say because the left is out there protesting in favor of the jihad all over the country, particularly on college campuses, but not exclusively on college campuses. Of course, on college campuses, they do have the anti-Semitic support of the professors and the the faculty, um, and, uh, you know, the usual, the usual thing. Yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, I've been uh, singing all kinds of good stuff in this, uh, this song, this Buffalo Springfield song that applies today. You know, there are battle lines being drawn, uh, being drawn. Nobody's right. If everybody's wrong, young people speaking their minds, uh, unfortunately now they're coming out in favor of jihad, kind of a different thing, getting so much resistance, uh, from behind, that's a, it's a kind of a fun paranoia strikes deep into your life. It will creep, right? Step, it starts when you're always afraid, but listen to this. Step out of line, the man come and take you away. I was reminded of the, the SWAT team raid on the home of the accuracy and media person who uh, got that van in Boston and, and uh, drove around uh, with the, uh, the electronic billboard showing the faces and the names of the uh, self-described liberals at Harvard that came out in favor of Hamas and in favor of the genocide of the Jewish people, which is very trendy. The Democrats have, uh, is that trending on Twitter or anything like that? I think genocide, <laughs> genocide, because you know how they can make things trend on Twitter by, by they can make, uh, you know, John Fetterman popular. That's proof enough that they've got way too much cultural influence right there. Uh, how many people are going uh, for Halloween? Fetterman has got a curse. You might have to shave your head or something. Uh, Fetterman or Frankenstein. When you go to the, when you arrive at the front door, the, uh, the parents might say, are you John Fetterman or are you Frankenstein's monster? Which, uh, which, you, which are you supposed to be? And, of course, John Kerry. John Kerry, a uh, bolt neck. 
as his uh, uh, current wife calls him. Uh, Bolt, John Kerry, he doesn't have to dress up at all on Halloween. He just uh, holds his arms out. He extends his arms with his hands like this, and he says, Ugh! and uh, that's it. That's his costume because he's a scary, scary man. Who's oh, scary, kids? I'm telling you. It is Halloween, and that's kind of fun because, you know, it's a kid's holiday. Uh, but the, the Democrats, you got to keep them away from the kids because they've gotten really weird lately in all kinds of sexual ways and want to keep them away from the kids, uh, the Democrats. But Halloween, uh, I assume that the left hates Halloween. They've got it because they hate everything, right? So they got to hate Halloween. But they have, uh, they have uh, prescribed what you can dress. Can you dress as a jihadi? I, you know, I, I haven't, I don't think I've dressed up for Halloween in uh, quite some time. Uh, the last time I did, maybe I, I had a, uh, I've got a uh, flight suit, a military flight suit with patches on the shoulders and the 69th, um, uh, uh, you know, it, I got uh, the fighting 69th F-16 squadron. I've got my A-6, the Sunday punchers patch on uh, my flight suit. And I got my name, you know, Chris Plant says right there on the, on the left chest area. So I can always put the uh, the old uh, military flight suit on as a, uh, a costume. But I do recall in college, when I was in college, I'd, it wasn't really for me, this whole college thing. But when I was in college, I uh, and it was, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan was president. And I do recall uh, on Halloween going as a suicide bomber at least once, you know, a Muslim suicide bomber with flares around my chest and a detonator in my in my hand. Because the jihadis, they were murdering people back then. And uh, good thing that's over with because uh, we've moved on moved on from that. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe, uh, maybe we haven't. In fact, now it's gone mainstream because the Democrat Party has that kind of information dominance and uh, cultural dominance. And, and they can make the jihad and John Fetterman popular. That's the kind of cultural influence they have over the media. Over the medium. That's why you have uh, people like this Jimmy Fallon uh, person. Is he still trying to be funny? Was that last night or was that from years ago? Because uh, it's just, uh, it's amazing. These people. Can I say these people? I think I can. These people. Where was I recently? Um, I was uh, someplace recently in a, in a media environment, and there were a couple of liberals there. And someone said, these people. And the liberals bristled, and they they became, uh, uh, I almost said they became erect, but they did. They they stood up extra tall and looked around, like with their eyebrows raised and their mouths hanging open, as they so often um, pose, and um, and said, these people, you can't say, these it's that, Al, it goes back to that Al Sharpton thing, doesn't it? Uh, goes back to that Al Sharpton. These people, oh, you people, say you people, can't get a break with you people. Uh, they, uh, the Democrat Party is uh, dangerously demented and um, um, horribly, horribly anti-Semitic. I, I was, I was up early for you, uh, gobbling up news at 5 a.m. and so on. And there were, uh, again, they had three uh, college girls. Can you say college girls or are they women? Depends on whether they're athletes or not. I think maybe is that is that the cutoff? I'm not sure. Can you say cutoff in that context? Uh, you people. But uh, three young women who are attending college in New York and Washington, D.C., and, um, and they're Jewish. There are three uh, young ladies who are, uh, who are Jewish. And uh, all three of them are terrified to go to college because college campuses are hotbeds of what Democrats call liberalism. 
Strangely, though, liberalism has become violently, criminally insane, maybe not so strangely, and uh, virulently anti-Israel, uh, ipso facto anti-Semitic. You can't be anti-Israel without being anti-Semitic. I'm, I'm really, really anti-Mexico. I don't think the country of Mexico has the right to exist. And from the Gulf to the Pacific, I do, you know, want to wipe out Mexico from the Gulf to Pacific, from the, uh, from the Gulf to the, to the ocean, whatever you want to see, uh, wipe out. Uh, but I'm not anti-Mexican people. I'm just anti-Mexico. See how that goes? It's like being, I don't think Japan has the right to exist. Japan should be wiped from the face of the earth. But that doesn't mean I'm anti-Japanese, right? That's the, that's the Democrat Party's take on this. Because there's a lot of mental illness out there, a lot, way, a whole bunch. We're talking about tons and tons of mental illness. So we've got uh, lots of stories for you today, and I've got uh, audio actualities. That's an old radio term. Audio actualities for you. Um, uh, Also on this, you know, the war, what with the war and everything, and uh, the looming threat of World War III, because Joe Biden is a foreign policy expert that... uh, He's going to restore America's standing in the world. He hasn't started that project yet, but that's that's what he ran on. Uh, maybe in his third term, he will uh, he'll be involved in reestablishing her. The Democrats are in a flop sweat panic. This time, not about their genders. This time, it's about whether Joe Biden is the right man for the job. You know, when it comes to being president and campaigning for president, they don't really care. They they'd put a sock puppet in there from Kukla Fran and Ollie as long as it took orders from the party. Um, But now the Democrats and James Carville, he's being shouted down. You know, the raging Cajun, he's the one that's amazing where you drag a $100 bill through a trailer park and you imagine what what should turn up because Bill Clinton was, uh, you know, trying to have sex with every woman that he walked by. Uh, Joe Biden, he grabs some and gropes some and touches inappropriately and sniffs and smells, things like that. But he's, uh, in theory, no Bill Clinton. Not that uh, this pound me too thing would be. Where is Tara Reid? Oh, yeah, she moved to Russia where she feels safe, which is kind of an interesting one too, isn't it? And the Wall Street Journal has a has an excellent piece today. Uh, the Wall Street Journal has a piece about the uh, the madness, the madness that we are that we're living through. Um, and the you know, the anti-Semitism, the global war on Jews is the headline the editorial board in the Wall Street Journal today, The Global War on Jews. Anti-Semitism surges even in the West. See, we don't expect that. Uh, but the left is here, and the left, the left has, uh, they're a violent, murderous, criminal mob, and they've taken over the Democrat Party and academia and the media in the United States of America. But pay no attention to that. No even-handedness to be found there. So it's the uh, subheadline. There's the global war on Jews, and the subheadline is anti-Semitism surges even in the West, which shows why Israel exists. Which shows why Israel exists. That's just the starting point. I want to get into that article with you a little bit. Um, I am a Zionist, as I've said uh, many times. I believe that Israel has the right to exist. I think it's necessary that Israel exists. I'm not pro-jihad. I'm not a jihadi like so many Democrats are today. I, my best girl and I were having dinner on Saturday night um, and um, at a friend's house. 
and our friend is um, a Jewish person and and uh, a, a liberal and a Democrat voter and so on, uh, and is a bit out of sorts because it's very disconcerting if you're a lifelong Democrat and Jewish to see what's happening with the Democratic Party. And she said that she's she would be afraid to put an Israeli flag in front of her house. Said I could put a Ukrainian flag in front of my house, but and in a very liberal area um, in the Washington D.C. metropolitan area, very very liberal area, would be uh, too afraid to put an Israeli flag in front of the house because convinced that the house would be attacked, and uh, that's America, 2023, and it is 100 percent on the Democratic Party, and it's and it is something that I know a lot of Democrats are struggling with always struggling, you know, and a lot of Jewish Americans are struggling with, particularly if you're a Democrat, if you're a conservative and Jewish. Now, there's no problem because, you know, you're on the side of the angels over here with normal people who are not anti-Semites and anti-Israel and pro-Hamas and pro-Jihad. Whereas if you're a Democrat, let's say you've got, uh, you know, a child on campus or you are a, uh, you know, a young person on a college campus and you see this kind of rising tide of fascism in the United States of America, masquerading as liberalism. And it is. They're selling it as liberalism because it's DEI, it's diversity, equity, and inclusion, which holds that the Palestinians are the victims and the Jews are the victimizers. This is their, this equation must be applied in all circumstances. And, uh, and it's got to be tortuous if you are a, an American, self-described liberal, Democrat voter, uh, and in particular, but not exclusively, if you're Jewish, it's got to be kind of dumbfounding or confusing or confounding or something. But they've taught uh, hatred of the Republican Party to the point where they couldn't, because they've called the Republican Party Nazis all these years, right? Every time somebody says lower taxes would be nice, you're a Nazi, you know, or a, um, maybe we should fight the Islamists where they live. A uh, Nazism, right? And then. And then they come out of their, you know, they slither out of the crack in the earth where they have been residing, the left in the United States. I keep saying because it's true, they're not liberals, they're the left. And uh, that's because they are, hey, hey, there's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I got to beware. It's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Thousand people in the streets singing songs and a carrying signs. Mostly say hooray for our side. No, they don't. No, they most certainly don't. They're not liberals. They're the left. Wake up, wake up, wake up. We are at 888-630-9625. I've got uh, Israel updates. I've got uh, uh, Democrat Jihad, members of the Jihad squad, still peddling their anti-Semitism. And we have uh, other hair-raising stories, too, and a scary crime story, because it's Halloween. And, you know, what's scarier than the Democratic Party today? Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Yes, these are uh, these are disturbing times in world history and certainly in U.S. history. And it is a time for choosing, as Ronald Reagan famously said long ago. We find ourselves uh, once again, and this is part of life, that uh, the world changes around us, the the country changes, the the world changes, and um, and uh, very often we find ourselves in circumstances where we we must choose. We must make decisions as to which side we are going to be on. And this isn't a tough call, if you ask me, but uh, apparently for a lot of people it is a, it's an impossible call. It is. And if you're an MSNBC consumer, then you're probably anti-Israel. Delete probably. Then you're anti-Israel. And, and you're pro-terror and terrorism. And if uh, college girls are living in terror on their own campuses and hiding their their Star of David necklace out of fear, then that's okay with you because that's today's Democrat Party. At the United Nations, Israeli diplomats showed up wearing yellow stars, wearing yellow stars a la the Nazis because the United Nations, so-called, which should be kicked out of New York and the building should be turned into condos, I don't know if you can add balconies to that building, but I, I think you probably can because it's uh, you know beautiful location along the river and everything, and it makes uh, excellent condos, but it makes a terrible United Nations. And the people, because there are so many dictatorial and radical countries around the world, and they, uh, they gang up at the United Nations, kind of like they gang up here in the United States, uh, and they're organized kind of like the left here in the United States and the Democrat Party and academia. But I want to get to uh, that. Also, uh, there's uh, there's other news. It still has to do with Israel. But the new Speaker of the House, uh, Mike Johnson, he's uh, pushing a bill in the House of Representatives that he hopes to be able to get through. I think it's $14.3 billion for Israeli aid. The Democrats demand that they got to throw in the kitchen sink, you know, $60 billion for Ukraine and $20 billion for this, a billion here, a billion there. Pretty soon you're talking about real money. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll explain that coming up, too. More Democrat corruption. A Republican congresswoman from Florida who has it all figured out, and she's a smart woman, Maria Salazar, uh, and she's a great American, and she knows what has happened to the Democratic Party. She's a Republican member of the House of Representatives, uh, daughter of Cuban refugees who fled, you know, the glories of socialism because they beat your teeth out with a rifle butt and then tell you that you've got it better than anyone else. And if you attempt to leave your country voluntarily, it's termed an escape, which is, I think, fairly revealing, don't you? <laughs> you know, but I'd like to leave my country just for a week. Uh, you will not escape. Uh, uh, the Cubans like to speak with a German accent whenever possible because it's more effective. It's definitely more effective. So I want to get uh, I want to get into her. And there are 
Democrats, they're, they're uh, crazy, crazy things. There's a Democrat congresswoman in, uh, excuse me, a U.S. senator in, uh, from Nevada, and uh, she is uh, Jewish, and she was targeted by a lunatic who has now been arrested and charged. Nevada man federally charged. I, I was like, like, like state charges and federal. I'm not enough of a criminal to appreciate the difference between the federal charges and the state charges, but maybe later. Nevada man federally charged after allegedly threatening to kidnap, assault, or murder Jewish U.S. Senator John Anthony Miller is charged with threatening a federal official. That's uh, that's uh, frowned upon. A Las Vegas man was arrested earlier this month. There are a lot of stories in the last couple of days that, oh yeah, six weeks ago something happened and now we're going to report it. A Las Vegas man was arrested earlier this month now faces federal charges after he allegedly threatened to kidnap, assault, or murder a U.S. senator, the Fox News Channel reports. According to a criminal complaint, the Department of Justice, we, we have one of those now? <laughs> That's great. I didn't know that. The Department of Justice said 43-year-old John Anthony Miller left several threatening voicemails for the office of a U.S. senator between October 11th and October 19th, keeping in mind that the, uh, the attack on Israel was October 7th, of course. Fox News confirmed voicemails were left for Senator Jackie Rosen, Democrat Nevada, who is Jewish and who no one has ever heard of. She must be, uh, you know, it's a great job for her because she doesn't do anything. She, nobody knows who she is. The criminal complaint said that on October 17th, Mr. Miller, obviously a Democrat, threatened to assault, kidnap, even murder Rosen, who was not named in the complaint, with the intent to impede, intimidate, or interfere with her duties as a sen- as a senator. Did she pull a fire alarm? Or did she? Because I know some members of Congress like to pull fire alarms to interfere with the business of government, but they're usually not charged with anything like that. The voicemails are filled with profanity and uh, detailed in the criminal complaint. For example, Miller said in one of the voicemails, All these beeping lies in your beeping hands, you beeping beep. Uh, I'm going to beeping see you soon, you beeping sellout. Beep, beep, beep. The last three are all uh, expletives deleted. And uh, so he's uh, cursing up a storm there. He's obviously not a smart man. He's a very unintelligent man. He called and left voicemails. Maybe they don't have caller ID at his house and uh, can't figure out the the complexities of, uh, you know, you don't need like an elaborate FBI trace on the phone call. Uh, they just snap their fingers, boom, hey, here's the guy that called. The next day, Miller went to the Lloyd D. George Courthouse in Las Vegas, Nevada, told officials he was going to see a U.S. senator and refused to cooperate with a court security guard. Didn't shoot him, I guess, but... Ultimately, he was denied entry to the courthouse, became upset, started yelling and shouting profanities. I see a pattern emerging here. And then on October 19th, Mr. Miller, the Democrat, left more voicemails for Rosen. Now, it should be noted that the the senator is a Democrat, but she's Jewish, see? And that's the problem that the Democrats have now because they're out of the closet. 
And always remember Adolf Hitler's political party was the Socialist Workers Party of Germany. So he left more voicemails for Rosen, including one. He asked if the senator had any family members who were Israeli settlers, suggesting that if she did, he was pretty sure she would not make it illegal for them to come back to the U.S. Well, sure, were their family members, that would mean they'd be. So he's yelling and screaming, this uh, Democrat. 450,000 of them are American, and they're able to co-commit war crimes. See the Democrat Party talking points here. And come back and forth, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Pretty sure she is. And she ain't going to do a damn thing. Now, the guy has brain obviously doesn't work very well. She lets her own family members kill these Palestinians in the West Bank, the Christians at the West Bank. Senator, I'm sorry to say, but you know what? You're a piece of beep, and you're going to burn in beep, beep for your beeping crimes. And uh, this is what the Democrat Party teaches and on college campuses, and, and I, I assume in high schools, too, when they're done with transgender class and before after school Satan club they uh, the Democrats this is what they've done to the educational system in the United States Merla was arrested on October 26th now faces one count of threatening a federal official that's all shouldn't there be like 18 counts normally they just stack them up if it were President Trump he'd be facing 91 counts I think threats against public officials should be taken seriously a spokesperson for Rosen said Senator Rosen trusts the U.S. Attorney's Office and federal law enforcement to handle this matter. Miller is expected to appear before a U.S. magistrate judge on November 13th. Doesn't say uh, whether he's being held without bail. That'd be an important question, I think. Because, you know, if he walked around the Capitol on January 6th, they'd still be in a penitentiary. That's uh, that's the thing. Or in D.C. jail, which is... uh, you know, like Devil's Island run by the French long ago. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, and, uh, and again, the, uh, the, you know, the news media, they don't pursue the, uh, the appropriate stuff, and that was Fox News. They, um, you know, the, the, is he a, a registered Democrat? I think you need to look into that. Is he a Democrat Party activist? Obviously, he is a Democrat. It's obvious. It's unambiguous. He's using all of the talking points about Israel and war crimes and your awful, terrible relatives in Israel because you're Jewish. Now, the presumption is you have relatives in Israel, and they're killing the poor, innocent Palestinians who are headed and voted for a terror group, Hamas, uh, which is a genocidal death cult. Um, but the Democrat Party's with them. The Democrat Party is all in. The per per Palestinians, per per Francine. It is. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I just slipped into <clears throat> John Waters mode and uh, polyester, but uh, kind of an American movie classic. But that is uh, that's just another story. Uh, you know, another Democrat, another crazy person, and all the Democrat Party talking points. Right, that's the that's the thing about them, is uh, the Democrats they're they're all crazy now. That what happened? Honestly, if you're a Democrat, we're at eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. 
I'm happy to uh, allow you to try to explain yourself. I, I, I can imagine that would be quite a challenge at this moment in time. But, you know, Trump, bad. Orange hair, things like that. No World War Three. You know, $2.11 a gallon gasoline. Our grocery store shelves were full. Carjacking wasn't the national pastime. But, um, you know, Trump, bad. Orange man, bad. Because that's, that's the thing. Just amazing. Also got stories. You hear the stories about the, the uh, Hamas people baping, baking a baby um, in an oven in Israel while uh, the mother screamed. And they tortured the mother and then they murdered everybody because... Because that's what they do. But the baby in the oven, because, you know, it's a Holocaust reference. And for the Hamas people, it's a joke. It's a funny joke that the radical Islamic jihadis, hey, I put the baby in the oven. And then remember, I shared with you the transcript of the jihadi that called his parents to brag about killing 10 Jews with his own hands. And his parents were so excited. Oh, they blow up so soon. You know, that's uh, that's the thing. And honestly, Israel has to make these videos and photographs public, and it's long overdue. They need to make it public. While in the meantime, Democrat members of Congress, like Pramila Jayapal, for example, who is a member of the Jihad Squad, and um, she is uh, still spewing the anti-Israeli stuff because she is a jihadi. She's a jihadi along with a number of other Democrat members of Congress. Uh, I could read quotes here and ask you, is this by an Iranian official, a Hamas official, or a Democrat Party official? And it would be a very difficult game to play. You'd, uh, it could be a category on Jeopardy. Let's go to um, Jew haters for 800 uh, because amazing stuff. And the radical uh, extremist Democrat, Cori Bush, who is an extreme anti-Semite, She's another jihadi member of the Jihad Squad, Democrat in good standing with the Democrat Party. And uh, someone has decided to primary her. Another Democrat has decided to primary her in her district, which is good. Uh, The St. Louis County prosecutor, probably a radical leftist himself, but planning on primarying Cori Bush, who is out of her mind. Just saying. Um, and, uh, crazy is as crazy does, boy, we got a lot of it. Yes, sir. And an Israeli, um, uh, soldier was rescued yesterday by Israeli special operations forces from the Gaza, from the troglodytes. And the media is so idiotic that they keep saying she was released. She was freed. No, she was rescued by men with guns who killed murderers to free her from captivity. But the news media, including one of the dimwits on Fox News this morning, oh, she was released, she was freed. No, she was rescued by men shooting guns at the bad guys and killing them to rescue her. But uh, never mind that, and that's, uh, and that's a good news story. And she was kept in one of the tunnels. Also, you see the Israelis are filling the tunnels with purple smoke. It's like a Prince song, I think, isn't it? with uh, purple smoke, because they can see the purple smoke. They fill the tunnel. It's not toxic. It's just purple smoke. And um, the purple smoke then comes seeping up out of the other entrances to the tunnel. 
And now you know where all the entrances to the tunnel are, and the purple smoke is very visible. Don't want to confuse it with the gray smoke from blowing up their their beephole buildings uh, that they've never painted in the history of the Gaza Strip because they like living in a beephole of their own making. Yeah, but the purple smoke trick is, uh, is a good one. Filling the tunnels with purple smoke. The purple smoke then comes up out of the other entrances and hatches, and now you know where, uh, where the people are coming in and out. And then you can bomb the snot out of them and kill them because that's the only option that makes any sense. Am I right? Let's, uh, let's see. Where are we? Let's go to uh, – let's take a telephone call, Michael. Let's, uh, let's go to Chris calling from Somerville, South Carolina. Chris, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Ditto. Ditto, Chris. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Listen, uh, you know, January the 12th is El Rushbo's birthday, and it falls on a Friday in 2024, so maybe we can do a little special El Rushbo program or something for an hour. You that know? sounds like an excellent idea. We're going to, we're going to tuck that away and put that in the hopper. That, that is a great idea, Chris. Thank you, sir. Now, real quick, uh-huh. where in the hell has Bernie Sanders been on the uh, Hamas issue? Well, he uh, had a couple of comments very early on that were very neutral and very milk toast, and uh, everyone should behave themselves or something like that. I'd have to look up his exact his exact words. But he is a member of the Democrat Socialists of America. And the Democrat yes, Socialists of America are uh, anti-Israel. And so Bernie Sanders doesn't want to offend the Socialist Party that he's a member of. Um, so he's basically been silent. He's been absent. He is Jewish. He's uh, a Democrat. He's a Democrat. He calls himself a Democratic Socialist. Uh, Democrat is a, an irrelevant modifier. He's a Socialist. He loved the Soviet Union. He honeymooned. He literally honeymooned in the Soviet Union with his uh, his grotesque wife that that bankrupted that college in Vermont, first college ever to go bankrupt because a Socialist was running it, and uh, just just amazing. But he has been conspicuously absent, hasn't he, Chris? Yes, he has. And, uh, well, listen, uh, you're the best. You are the best, man. Ditto, ditto, ditto. You take care, and thank you for being there. Well, God bless you. Thank you very much. It's very kind. Uh, you know, the ditto's uh, very flattering. Uh, and uh, thank you for bringing up Rush Limbaugh, the great Rush Limbaugh, and his birthday, January 12th. January 12th. My birthday is December 12th, see? So there's... Uh, you know, uh, an irrelevant, an irrelevant symmetry there, <laughs> but I'll, I'll take it for the moment anyway. Uh, Christopher, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for the call. God bless you. God bless America and, and God save us. I have, uh, I've told you many times that I, I know liberals. I know, I know people that vote Democrat and and uh, some I spend time with and some I keep in touch with. And a, a woman that I've known since I was a child, actually, who's a friend of my older brother's, uh, likes to text me. And she's a big Democrat, an Illinois Democrat, you know, a, uh, a liberal and a, and a trust fund baby. 
And she texted me this morning, W. Bush, colon, I love their colons, war and tax breaks for the rich, war and tax breaks for those, that's the summary, Trump, colon, COVID, that was the Chinese communists, but okay, COVID and tax breaks for the rich, and an economy that was booming in $2.11 gas and no inflation and our grocery store shelves were full, and there was no war in Europe and no war in the Middle East, but other than that, then she writes, New House Speaker, colon, aid to Israel and money for tax enforcement slashed after the Democrats added 80,000 employees to the IRS. They just want to steal everything from everyone. And I responded, in short, I responded, Democrats loot, carjack, and murder everyone. Just to sum it up, loot, carjack, and murder everyone because that's your Democrat party. They've got an update on the 13-year-old carjacker in the Washington Post that was shot to death by a federal security officer the other day in downtown Washington, D.C., because the 13-year-old was trying to carjack a grown man who had a gun on him because he's a federal security officer at a federal building in downtown D.C. waiting to go into work when the teenager carjacked him. Turned out that the um, the uh, 13-year-old, when he was murdered the other day, well, excuse me, scratch that. When he was shot and killed the other day while carjacking someone. Uh, turns out he had been arrested so many times before at the age of 13. I think when he was 12, he was arrested for six different crimes. And, uh, but, uh, you know, and then the, the young, what, what was she, 15, the 15-year-old young girl carjacker who was killed when she crashed her carjack car. Turned out she'd been arrested so many times, nobody could figure out while she was still on the street. Even Mayor Bowser weighed in. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.